Welcome back. Mike here doing a little deep dive on some of the political news of the day yesterday. Very busy day yesterday. The president bouncing across the country took a look at some of the wildfires out west and ended up in California where he participated in a rally for Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom's doing a lot of politicking for a guy who's allegedly got a cakewalk for this uh, recall election that he's not going to be thrown out of office. So why all the political power? Why Kamala? Why Pelosi? Why Elizabeth Warren? Why the president if you're not worried? Well, I don't think they're worried. I really don't think they're worried. I think this is all about pushing the agenda, about pushing what Joe Biden wants to do, the spending the Democrats want to do. He, he Joe Biden, the president, made a couple of, um, I guess, typical statements, and he accused or labeled Larry Elder, the number one GOP contender, if the recall is successful, as a clone of Donald Trump. He's the clone of Donald Trump. Can you imagine him being governor of this state? Yeah, what a horror that would be. You'd have low taxes, you'd have actual border protection, you'd have people focused on business and not on giveaways, not on the liberal agenda. Yeah, that, that's what was going out there. Biden also used the rally to sell his big government plans, especially this giant spending bill that's trying to make it, but it looks like it might not. Here's Joe last night. We have... The bipartisan infrastructure bill that's been passed and is bipartisan. Oh. And I believe we'll get done the so-called reconciliation bill that has another several trillion dollars in it. It's so many trillions he can't even remember. It's ridiculous. It's the bipartisan bill that is bipartisan. Why don't you keep saying it? That first bill, yeah, we need that infrastructure. We actually do need that, but that's a... A $600 billion added spending, not $3.5 trillion to $5 trillion. Newsom, in his own defense, was up there also playing the Trump card, pun intended. Trumpism is still on the ballot in California, and Trumpism will be defeated all across the United States of America because we're better than that. You're better than what? The lowest unemployment in the history of the country? The highest number of people working, real wages rising, energy independence. You're actually better than that? No, you're not, sir. You're not. You heard Wendy Patrick talking. It sounds like it's a fait accompli. But maybe there's a surprise. Maybe there's a miracle. Maybe there's a Hail Mary. I don't know. I pray. I light candles. I do all that stuff. And I'm just... Also thankful that I'm not in California because that would be terrible. And I'm sorry to all our California friends, but your leadership stinks on ice. And look at how many people are leaving. First time in the history of the state you've had more people leaving than coming there. That's never a good sign. Uh, by the way, there was, uh, there was more kookiness at the end of that rally joe biden saying some kind of curious things at the very end science matters vote to keep gavin get vaccinated to save lives 
So he's pushing the vaccines too. And I look, I'm pro-vaccine. I'm a guy who said the vaccine was my choice. I'm not like, who was it? Uh, Nicki Minaj, the pop singer who tweeted out the most ridiculous thing in the world yesterday. She's apparently not for vaccine mandates. Who knew there was somebody in the entertainment business on the left who was not for enter, uh, for a vaccine mandate? She tweeted, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. Yeah, that's, that's a bad thing. That would be a really bad thing if true, if there's any proof other than this crazy tweet. Nicki Minaj went on to say his testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married and now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it. Make sure you're comfortable with your decision and not bullied. I actually agree with her. Don't be bullied. Make your decision. It's kind of important. All right, back to the politics. Uh, I mentioned that it looks like Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia, who's been saying he doesn't want to spend all this money that his party wants to spend, that we can't afford it, and he's right. He's 100% correct on this. Manchin sounds like he's dug in. That he's not going to be for this gigantic three plus three and a half trillion, five trillion dollar bill. He will not have my vote on three point five. And Chuck knows that. And we've talked about this. Um, We've already put out five point four trillion and we've tried to help Americans in every way we possibly can. And a lot of the help that we put out there is still there and it's going to run clear until next year. See and beyond. There's a whole bunch of stimulus money, benefit money, pandemic money that's still out there. And Manchin is actually making good sense here, saying, no, we don't need to bankrupt the future. But Bernie Sanders and other Democrats think differently. They have a whole different opinion. It's absolutely not acceptable to me. I don't think it's acceptable to the president, to the American people, or to the overwhelming majority of the people in the Democratic caucus. We've already compromised at $3.5 trillion. We don't want to compromise with the promises that we've made to the American public. Well, look, this doesn't make any sense to the average person. If you need a car and the car you want costs $100,000, but you only have $30,000, you can't buy the $100,000 car. Even if you could go into debt that much, it wouldn't be a good idea. You'd end up bankrupting yourself. And that's effectively what they're doing. Anyway, we'll see how this plays out. This is going to play out again today. Uh, Tony Blinken, Secretary of State, Antony, I should say his full name, Antony Blinken. It's not Anthony. He has no H in the name. It's Antony Blinken. He was uh, in the House yesterday or supposed to be in the House yesterday. He didn't actually show up, but he testified uh, via, I guess, Zoom. And there was a little testy exchange at the very beginning from a Pennsylvania congressman who gets a nod and a salute and a thank you from me today. Now recognize Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Blinken, assuming it's not classified, can you tell us where you are today? Uh, Yes, I'm uh, at the State Department. Couldn't couldn't be bothered to come down here and see Congress. All right, that's great. Uh, Hey, sir, excuse me, sir. My understanding is that the House is not in session. And that's why the I, session I'm, is I'm right here, Secretary. So is the chairman, so is the ranking member. We're in. Uh, we're here. Me, I... 
Yeah, we're here. It got testy. That was just the beginning in the early part. You're not here. Where the heck are you? Guess what? Blinken's going to show up in the Senate today. He will be there in person. Kind of giving the finger to the House of Representatives. And maybe somebody told him you should show up. There were some very interesting exchanges yesterday with the, uh, the Secretary of State and the members of Congress because they talked about how many Americans are still in Afghanistan. Going back to uh, this weekend, uh, we had about 100 American citizens uh, in contact with us who, were, who seek to leave Afghanistan. Those are the, those are the Americans we're working with. Do you, know, do you have an exact number? I can't give you an exact number. Why can't we get an exact number? Why can't we? We don't seem to have anybody in this government who knows how many Americans are trying to get the heck out of Afghanistan. Uh, from Biden to Saki to uh, Blinken. Listen. Now we believe that about 100 to 200 Americans remain in Afghanistan. We believe it's around 100. We're in touch with uh, all of them uh, who we've identified uh, on a regular basis. It's around 100. The State Department will have uh, the most up-to-date numbers. Well, according to the Secretary of State at the State Department, they don't really know. This administration just keeps washing its hands of the problems. Leon Panetta, who was the head of the CIA under Barack Obama, just want you to drink that in. Under Barack Obama, Leon Panetta has started speaking out because he sees the problems with this administration. He just wants Joe Biden and the administration to take responsibility for what they're doing. The most important thing for this president to do is to be willing to accept responsibility for the mistakes and to move on uh, and to basically do what is necessary now to protect our national security. That would be good. That would be good. But instead, Joe's like, come on, what do you want me to do? The Taliban has already formed. They're, they're already forming a government and Al-Qaeda's already back together. Come on, man. The United States doesn't do that. At least we didn't used to just go, well, what are we going to do? No, we stand up for what's right. This administration isn't going to do it. They stand for showers, and that's about it.